This is a podcast by The Straits Times. Hello and welcome to Pop Vouchers, a pop culture podcast by The Straits Times. My name is Jen Lee, and I know it's been a while since my last episode because, guys, I was on vacation for two weeks. It was great. <laughs> yeah, I went to Spain. It was really fun. Anyway, that's not the point. Anyway, the point is, I know I was away for a very long time, and then when I came back, I was like, what should I do, right? And then the, my podcast producer was like, why don't you do the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial? And then I was like, I'm not touching that with a 10-foot pole because it's so messy. But then in the end, I was like, you know what? I probably should do it. So today we are going to talk about the mess that is the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial. Okay, so I, I want to make it very clear off the top that I am not going to dive into specific details about the case, about who did what, when, and what happened, and go and speculate about who abused who and who hit who. Okay, I'm not going to go into all those details because clearly there's a lot there and it's like very, very messy and it's just a very toxic marriage. I also want to make it clear that I'm not on anybody's team. I just think it's insane that anybody would be on anybody's team in this case because, look, we don't know what happened. There are a lot of ambiguities here. So with that said, um, I will go a little bit into... I will introduce a little bit uh, the context of Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, how they met, you know, why there was such an ugly breakup, and also like just sort of like a very brief timeline of what led up to this case, and also um, some of the uh, suits that are ongoing between the two of them, because this is not the only uh, case. It's not the only defamation suit that is being brought um, to the courts. And then I'm going to go into my own thoughts about this and like my own observations about this, which is that there's a very troubling sort of, um, I don't know how to say it, like memification, like sort of turning the trial into entertainment that I'm seeing in social media that's just deeply troubling. Um, and it's coming from not just fans, but also like um, a lot of like YouTubers, you know, uh, accounts and um, even, you know, businesses. Uh, and it's just I, I don't I don't understand why we think this is entertainment when it's so deeply troubling. And also uh, a little bit about how I do feel that a lot of the reaction online, the particularly extremely uh, negative reaction online towards Amber Heard um, is part of a backlash towards Me Too and is very deeply rooted in misogyny. Regardless of whether, you know, Amber Heard did abuse him or not, I still feel that a lot of the things that, dire- that are specifically directed towards her is it's rooted in something that's a lot more harmful. Um, yeah, I'm not comfortable with that. Okay, let's... Oh my god, I guess we have to dive into this murky, murky waters. It's very gross and I'm not happy about having to do this, but let's just do it, okay? Let's just do it. So, um, John and Amber Amber Heard um, met on the set of The Rum Diary in 2009. Um, I think at that time, uh, I'm pretty sure at that time, uh, Amber Heard was in her mid-20s at most. Uh, Johnny Depp is a good 20 or so years older than her. I think about 23 years older than her. And um, I think at that time, they might have still been seeing other people. But in any case, you know, they met on the set of The Realm Diary in 2009. Afterwards, you know, sometime afterwards, they started dating. Uh, they got engaged, I think, in 2014. They got married in 2015. And then they filed for a divorce the next year. So in 2016, uh, Amber Heard filed for a divorce and obtained a temporary restraining order against Johnny Depp. 
uh, alleging that Johnny Depp, who, by the way, is just like a very, very A-list actor. Like, you know, if you remember the 90s, he was in like Edward Scissorhands. He was in a lot of like Tim Burton stuff. He was in a bunch of stuff that's uh, very critically acclaimed. And he was also known as like a really good actor, you know, very sexy actor, was one of the sexiest men alive. Or I, I think he, he's been people's sexiest men alive more than once. But anyway, yeah, so she alleged that Johnny Depp assaulted her after a drunken argument in their apartment. And she says that he threw a phone at her and struck her cheek and eye with extreme force. Immediately, Depp's team uh, came out to deny this and said that, you know, essentially what they said was that Hurt was lying for premature financial gain in light of the divorce. Then um, they settled. In 2016, they settled uh, this abuse, you know, allegations, whatever. They reached a settlement and issued a joint statement that said, it was very weird because it was like contradictory to both things that both Cam said. So it basically said, our relationship was intensely passionate and at times volatile, but always bound by love. There was never an intent of physical or emotional harm. There was never an intent, huh? Okay, so maybe there was physical or emotional harm. There was just no intent to do it. Okay, anyway, said there was never an intent of physical or emotional harm, and neither party has made false accusations for financial gains. So it's very weird, right? It contradicts both Hurt and Depp's cam, what they said, which was that there was abuse and that Hurt was lying for financial gain. This all happened right before Me Too, okay? So all, because Me Too is very tight, I feel that a lot of the reaction to the Amber Heard and Johnny Depp trial, I feel is very tight to the Me Too saga. So I'm going to bring it in. But all of this happened before Me Too really broke out, which was in 2017. That's when the Harvey Weinstein stuff broke out. That's when the K- Kevin Spacey stuff came out. Louis C.K., like everybody was like, you know, 2017 was the year the Batman went away. But, um, you know, clearly not all of them have gone away. There's a lot more. Kerry Fukunaga, for once, got... Okay, never mind. Let's not go into that. Anyway, 2017, that happened. And then 2018, Amber Heard writes in a Washington Post op-ed alleging that she was a victim of domestic abuse. She never names Johnny Depp in that op-ed. And she basically said, you know, she spoke up about sexual violence and faced our culture's wrath. And that has to change. And she refers to herself as a public figure representing domestic abuse. Again, she never mentioned Johnny Depp, but of course, given the very ugly breakup she had with Johnny Depp just two years prior, everyone, I think, very much, you know, assumed that she was talking about Johnny Depp. And that is why Johnny Depp brought out a defamation suit against her. And this is what we are currently dealing with. So the current trial that we are seeing right now play out, the one that you can go to YouTube and click and it's like eight hours at a go. This is the suit that Johnny Depp is bringing against Amber Heard. He is alleging that she has defamed him by calling him uh, a domestic abuser, by essentially implying in her op-ed and making it very clear that she was talking about him, that he's a domestic abuser. Amber Heard herself has countersued uh, Johnny Depp for defamation as well, saying that he is essentially defaming her by saying that she lied about the domestic abuse allegations. So right now, the current trial is the one that Johnny Depp brought out against Amber Heard. I believe that at a later date, there will be another trial that is the one that Heard brought out against Johnny Depp. So this is not done, guys. Aside from this, there's also the sun. So, uh... In the UK, there is a tabloid called The Sun. It's not like a particularly, you know, well-respected news outlet, but it's a tabloid, basically. Um, And, you know, if you know anything about UK tabloids, they are very, very vicious. And um, apparently, uh, years ago, in one of their stories, they called Johnny Depp a wife beater. And Johnny Depp 
sued the son for referring to him as a wife beater, and he lost the case. That was, I think, either last year or 2020. I can't remember. Time is, you know, so hard now in the pandemic. But he basically sued the son for referring to him as a wife beater and lost the case, meaning that in the UK, it is specifically in black and white. A court has said that, yes, we have, you know, reviewed the evidence at hand and we have agreed that calling Johnny Depp a wife beater is not wrong. So now all the UK tabloids can officially refer to Johnny Depp as a wife beater because he lost the case. And to bring in a point here, it's a bit of a legal thing, but in the UK, it is actually much harder for the son to have won. So the burden of proof in the UK, right, is for the son to prove that they have not defamed Johnny Depp. When the burden is of proof is on you, it's usually harder for you to win the case. So in the UK, the burden of proof was on the son. So if Johnny Depp wanted to win a case, it would have been easier for him to win in the UK versus in the US, where it is actually um harder for him to win the case. Because in the US, right, the burden of proof is on Johnny Depp to prove that Amber Heard has defamed him. So it actually makes it harder for him to win. So in a country where it's easier for Johnny Depp to win the case, where it's easier for Johnny Depp to argue that he is not a wife beater, he lost the case. So there, I know there are a lot of Johnny Depp stands out there, but statistically speaking and, you know, just looking at the legal history of this, it doesn't seem very likely that he has a very good shot at this. Anyway, um, not that that's a comment on, you know, specifically who I think abused who and what, what, what's going on, okay? But yeah, that is all the trials that are happening, okay? Uh, there are also... I think Johnny Depp is also facing some sort of other assault case. I think there is um some uh some staffer on a movie who accused him of uh, punching him twice. And that is ongoing elsewhere, I believe. Okay, as I said, I'm not going to go into the very, very specifics of the case. But I will say that, you know, what I am seeing come out of the trial. As I said, the son, that case is already closed. You know, that case has already been fought in court. And there is a 129-page uh, ruling on that case. You can go and read it. If you, It's actually available online. I, I found it extremely easily. So you can go and read it. And there's a lot, a lot of details in there about what happened, who said what. And I'm not going to go into that. But what I will say is that it does seem like everything coming out of this makes the both of them look bad. You know, it's very, very clear that it was a very, very toxic marriage. It's very clear that they both behave really atrociously toward each other. And there's compelling evidence on both sides that they hit each other, okay? But um, a lot of the rhetoric now that you see online, on social media, is very much in Johnny Depp's favour. There's a lot of like hashtags, justice for Johnny Depp and stuff like that, which I find very baffling because if you read anything about Johnny Depp, if you read uh, profiles of him over the years if you read um, just look he's a deeply troubled man and I don't see why people are coming out in such strong defense of him even if you know Amber Heard has also behaved badly towards him it does seem like this was just a marriage where they were both really toxic to each other but of course we have to bring in the idea of domestic abuse you know I've seen cases experts online who talk about you know there's no such thing as mutual abuse that there's always someone who's the aggressor there's always someone who's defending and fighting back and it can get very ugly and it can look really bad when two people are stuck in that dynamic but usually there's an aggressor and usually there's someone who is defending I'm not saying who is 
I'm not saying who Johnny Depp and Amber Heard are in this dynamic. I don't know because honestly, looking at everything legitimately, I don't think anybody knows. I don't think anybody can say that, you know, they were in that marriage and they experienced it and they know exactly what happened and who was doing what at what time. Nobody knows, okay? It's just very clear that there is very compelling evidence on both sides that they were both horrible people to each other. Find us on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or via the Google Voice Assistant and Amazon Alexa-enabled devices. And now back to our podcast episode. And with that said, you know, going into why I find a lot of the rhetoric online so troubling is because a lot of it, right, as I said, is like mimification. A lot of it is turning the trial into entertainment. If you have been anywhere on social media, if you have been anywhere on Twitter or YouTube, I swear, even if you don't click on the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard stuff, you have been recommended a Johnny Depp and Amber Heard video, okay? For sure, you have been recommended. Like, I clicked into YouTube, like, this was before I, you know, admittedly, my algorithm might be a bit skewed because I'm somebody who does entertainment for a living and I follow a lot of entertainment sites and everything, but I wasn't even clicking on anything. I didn't want to see it and immediately I clicked into my YouTube and I was recommended the full eight-hour video of the trial and I was like, I'm not interested in this. I didn't watch it. And then I still get recommendations and a lot of the recommendations, right, are like, like the headlines are so sensational. It's like Johnny Depp does an epic, and epic is in all caps. It's like epic takedown of Hurt's lawyer. Johnny Depp laughs. Johnny Depp's like, you know, like something about Johnny Depp laughing or looking like, you know, smug in court. It's always something like that. And then stuff like uh, Amber Hurt cries, tears, like, you know, like this kind of things. It's all like all in caps. And it's just like weirdly sensational and there's also like a bunch of false looking videos they look shady extremely shady it's like a picture of Jason Momoa looking really angry and then like the headline would be like Jason Momoa says he's sick of Amber Heard and it's like um I don't think he said that because I'm pretty sure if he said that it would have been reported widely so it's just like very clearly false videos and so many of them and you know what they're in Chinese too okay I have a lot of like Chiang Ni Tai Pu something 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 and it, like a lot of like in Chinese people are also speculating on his reaction people are like oh my god he laughed at her and oh my god she's crying like crocodile tears she lies you know like things like that it's a lot of this kind of thing and a lot of it I have to say is very very pro Johnny Depp in a way that doesn't feel objective okay because I feel like a legit news outlet would not use epic in caps okay let's face it like it's just all seems extremely how do I say fan driven stan culture driven and it made me feel immediately like suspicious like if you are media savvy at all right the moment you see like extremely sensational videos flooding your feed is appearing in twitter is appearing on tiktok is appearing on youtube you never even click on anything it appears immediately that should like spark something in you and you're like why is this happening why is somebody trying to push this narrative to me you know does it seem like is it bots you know i tried finding but it doesn't seem like I cannot find specific evidence that Depp or Hurt's team are commissioning any of this video or doing anything. But um, there were reports previously that uh, some of the Johnny Depp stands are bots and trolls. And uh, I mean, I, I don't know about that. I don't know. And you know, bots and trolls can happen even when the parties themselves have not commissioned it. You know, sometimes it's like Russian bots or something. Like sometimes it's just like misinformation campaigns from like other countries or what you know, and so on. But yeah, so I saw a lot of this sort of videos and I felt very uncomfortable with it because it's, look, it's a case about domestic abuse. If you read some of the allegations here, right, 
is very, very disturbing. Some of the allegations that Hurt has made is like, okay, I, I said I wasn't going to go into specifics, but you know, I'm just trying to illustrate how serious this is. Some of the allegations she has made is rape, that she was raped during the marriage by Johnny Depp, uh, that she had her hair grabbed and smashed into a wall, that uh, Johnny Depp has also made accusations that, you know, Amber Heard threw a bottle at him and sliced off his finger. Like, these are very, very serious claims. And domestic abuse is a very, very serious issue. Marital rape is a very, very serious issue. And we are turning this extremely toxic, clearly very uh, traumatic uh, marriage for two people into entertainment. And I am very uncomfortable with that because it shouldn't be entertainment. And look, we have done this many times before. We have taken clearly, clearly traumatic events and turned them into entertainment before. And guess what happened? Britney Spears happened, okay? Britney Spears was put on conservatorship for 13 years. She was in clearly in need of mental health help. She was going through a mental breakdown right in front of us. We made fun of her. We made that whole, you know, the culture at that time, you know, made it all into entertainment and put it all up there as like memes. She was like an early meme, right? There was like that whole, that guy who was like, stop bothering Britney and, you know, leave Britney alone. That became a meme. There were like t-shirts made of Britney Spears shaving her head, whatever. So it was just, we have been through this cycle where we treat a traumatic event like entertainment when it comes to celebrities and greatly regretted it later. So like we're seeing this play out again in real time and I don't know why people are still so excited about this as if it's like some, you know, amazing soap opera, which is not. There was, and businesses are weighing in. Apparently there was a Starbucks near the courthouse where like there were bottles, right, where you can put in coins for Team Depp or Team Hurt. And Johnny Depp's like bottle was like full and I was just like, that's extremely bad taste because firstly, why is anyone taking size? Do you know anything about... Like, even your parents are, you don't even know your parents' marriage that well. Like, ultimately, a marriage is between two people and no one can comment. Like, nobody really knows what happens behind closed doors. There can be a hundred people saying, Johnny Depp or Amber Heard is a good person and we still don't know how they behave in a marriage. This is very common. Abusers, uh, victims of abuse, they are not immediately visible, you know, from first sight. These are not things that are so easily found out. There are people who have been suffering from abuse or people who are abusing their spouses that you don't know about because they hide it, right? Because they show the worst parts of themselves to the people who are closest to them, to people who be they believe will never walk out on them and that's why they feel so comfortable abusing them. So it's like very clearly like why are we taking sides we don't know you know and then there was that freaking cosmetics company that weighed in called milani cosmetics because at one point amber Heard's lawyer brought out a color correcting palette and was like this is the palette amber used to cover up her bruises blah 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 and it was i don't think they mentioned milani in the speech at the court itself but apparently it was there was the brand on the palette and Milani Cosmetics came out and said actually right their colour correcting palette was released in 2017 and that was after Johnny Depp and Amber Heard broke up and everyone took it as a sign that Amber Heard is a liar because she took out a colour correcting palette that's from 2017 and that's after they broke up blah 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 and it's like, guys, sometimes lawyers do things for impact in court. Like, it's been a few... 2016, that's been six years, okay? People don't keep colour correcting palettes for six years, yo. Okay, you know what? Sometimes they do, but you shouldn't because, like, it's bad. Like, your makeup expires. But um, anyway, like, yeah, maybe she already threw away the palette that she used that. And then the attorney decided to make an impact. I'm going to bring out, you know, a palette so it's, like, more impactful in court. Sometimes that happens and it's fine, like... It's just like tactics that people use in court. And yeah, and Milani Cosmetics had to weigh in. And everybody jumped in and was like, see, this is why Amber Heard is a liar. And I'm like, maybe she just threw away her color correcting palette, man. 
Okay, anyway, there was also a lot of just like a lot of insane speculations on the internet that I saw that I was very just, I don't understand why people were jumping to conclusions because there was like, I was on Twitter like two days ago and there was this video of Amber Heard wiping her nose on a tissue. And then someone on Twitter was like, wow, I have been like high on a lot of occasions, but I have never had, you know, the guts to do cocaine in court. And I was like, okay, because they believe that that action where she wiped her nose, right, looked like she was snorting cocaine, that she put the cocaine in the tissue and she snorted it into her nose while she was on the stand for the trial. And it's like, firstly, how? How do you know? It's like, oh no, the action looks exactly like snorting cocaine. Um, okay, in the longer video, she takes the tissue, right, out, right out of the judge's tissue case. She takes it from the judge's tissue box. So what, like, I mean, if you're going to snort cocaine, you take it out of the... Ju- what? This doesn't make sense. And I was looking at it, I was just like, do you know how many likes that comment had, that tweet had? Had 220,000 likes when I saw it. So now there are 220,000 people who saw a 7-second clip and decided that Amber Heard did cocaine in court. I'm sorry, where is everybody's common sense? Like, hello, obviously, like, what? Even if she did, I don't think she would have... Okay, no, you know what? No, she didn't. Okay, I just don't believe that anybody would do cocaine in court while on the stand. Yeah, that's the level of turning the trial into entertainment. That's the level of speculation. That's the level of weird cuts and edits that we are taking from the trial and putting online. Like, that is how far it has gone. And clearly, it has gone too far. And I don't understand why anyone would participate in this. And if you are participating in it, right, I really seriously urge you to reconsider your priorities in life. Anyway, moving on to the next point. A lot of the stuff I see that is said about Amber Heard is very much rooted in misogyny okay there's a lot of stuff that calls her a witch calls her a liar and blah 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 and everything and i feel that to me it's very obvious that this is all coded in some sort of backlash towards me too because look i don't know whether amber heard is genuinely a victim of sexual or domestic abuse what i do know is that it's very rare that women lie about these things or men lie about these things but you know both johnny and amber heard are alleging that they were abused in their marriage and if they are i say you know what that's a very upsetting thing and i hope they work it out and go to therapy and everything but again a lot of this stuff a lot of the reaction towards amber heard and you know, this whole trial is very rooted in misogyny. A lot of people I see online are ignoring the allegations towards Johnny Depp and taking the allegations towards Amber Heard very, very seriously in comparison to the ones that are against Johnny Depp and saying that, you know, Amber Heard lied, that she's a witch, that she basically spends years, you know, cultivating this narrative that Johnny Depp abused her, that she faked all these photographs and, and everything, that she faked photographs of her bruises and everything. And, you know, she she wanted to, like, be seen as at the forefront of Me Too, where she was just a liar. And a lot of it, I to me, right, it feels like people reacting towards Me Too because I feel that there were a lot of people at that time of Me Too, right, who didn't believe women, who still feel that, you know, all these women accusing the the. the can you imagine if one woman makes a false accusation and ruins a man's life? There were a lot of people like this at the time of Me Too. They had to keep quiet, maybe, because they felt like the culture was so strongly against them at that time and they didn't dare to speak out. And then this trial comes out and it becomes like some sort of way for people to relitigate everything that happened during Me Too and be like, oh my god, see? Sometimes women also lie. Sometimes you should not believe victims. Our culture believes women so easily. We should all look at the poor man Johnny Depp being accused of something like this by his wife poor thing you know men can also be victims of violence and 
you know, domestic abuse and, you know, uh, sexual abuse. And you know what? To all of that, I say, yes, men can be victims as well as women. And that is why Me Too was a deeply important movement. And that is why we should not be misogynic, stick towards women. Like, I mean, all of this ties in together. When you don't believe, when you very strongly don't believe women, you also very strongly don't believe victims. And that cultivates a larger culture of victims not wanting to come out and speak about abuse and be honest about what they went through. So like a lot of this just seems, I don't know, a lot about this just seems very women-hating to me. And I'm not comfortable with it. Even if I have my own doubts about what happened between Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, and I don't want to speculate, but it just seems to me very rooted in misogyny. A lot of the stuff, you know, that is said about her, and I'm sure she is receiving death threats and rape threats, and, you know, all the stuff about her being a witch, right? All that language is very coded in misogyny. So I feel like, yeah, it just makes me deeply uncomfortable. So, yeah, that's all. And guys, I'm so sorry. I think this went on for very long, but I have a lot of like, as you can tell, I have a lot of feelings about this and that I'm very uncomfortable with. Yeah, that's all. And um, if you have any more ideas about what I should talk about, you can write into me at podcast at sph.com.sg or genly at sph.com.sg. Or you can slide into my DMs at genlyrise on Instagram, which I know I have not updated in a very long time. Do not pressure me, but okay, that's all. And um, yeah, that's your dose of pop culture for this week. Thank you and goodbye. That was a podcast by The Straits Times. Send your feedback to podcast at sph.com.sg. Find us on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or via the Google Voice Assistant and Amazon Alexa-enabled devices. For more podcasts by The Straits Times, The Business Times, and Money FM 89.3, you can also download the audio by SPH app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O.